All right, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy post-St. Patrick's Day. Hopefully you're not too hungover. Um, best here for a hangover. Another drink. Um, I didn't do anything. I was at the clinic from 7 to 7.30 yesterday, so I was up for well, 20 hours having to drive and get home and whatnot. So I got home from Zoxas. I watched the open announcement and... Uh, Went to bed. I didn't even do my Ramwad yesterday. So I was exhausted. So got up this morning. Had to get some stuff done. I got to meet with an accountant today because we all know that's so much fun about owning a business. Um, but we're going to take some time today and cover a special request that I got from a friend of mine. Um, the ever so sweet and lovely Shannon was curious about training while sick. So we're going to go ahead and cover that pretty quick today. Um, we're not going to try and make most of these talks pretty long for you guys because, well, nobody wants to sit around for half an hour usually and listen about silly things. Um, although this isn't very silly, I guess. But we want information to be concise and to the point. Um, if you have any questions, always ask us. Shoot us an email. Hit us on social media. Um, and we're, always, we're always checking things out. We want to know what you're thinking. So I've got some notes for always to try and keep me on track. Because, as my brother will point out, I like to go on tangents. So, let's go ahead and get started. Um, everybody always asks, it's not as simple as a yes or no question. Um, I'll, I usually try and keep it for a yes or no question whenever I've got clients who ask me. Um, but, we'll go a little more in depth than that. And it's usually not just yes or no. There's a big process that goes into how your body works. So, there's a few things that play back into it. But we're just going to try and keep it pretty basic for you today. Okay, So we'll cover the immune system first. Um, you have two separate immune systems. Your first one is going to be your innate one. Um, and if you don't know what innate means, basically you're born with it. And this is what you have basically since birth and it develops as you're a child. Really it comes down to kind of three basic things. You have physical structures that make up your immune system. First one's going to be things like the mucus linings that are in your uh, your nasal passages and in your esophagus. Um, those act like filters, so kind of like the uh, filter in your car that kind of keeps clean air going in and dirty particles out. That's what those act like with the hair follicles and those mucus membranes. Those catch actual physical things that can bring harmful things in, and that's why well, usually when you're sick, you got a runny nose, kind of flush things out. Second one's going to be like chemical barriers. Uh, most one that people understand is going to be stomach acid. So if you ingest something that's harmful, typically it'll be killed by that. Um, sometimes it won't be, obviously, too, when you get certain stomach bugs and whatnot. But that's another precursor for urinate that's built in kind of as a defense system is that it's highly acidic, and that's why it's harmful when you get things like a stomach ulcer. Just kind of you get a breakdown in that lining, and that's why it can eat through and leach that stomach acid out, and that will break down a lot of tissues that you have. Um, and that's how it's designed to do. It's designed to break things down like that. And then you have down to the very small things, which is going to be like cellular, um, your white blood cells, and that's why it's so key when you have um, people who have like cancer is to always watch their white blood cell count um, because that is kind of a marker for how healthy um, your immune system is because your white blood cells are 
basically they're killer cells. That's what they do. They go and they seek and they find and they destroy. Um, then the second immune system that you have is going to be the adaptive. Um, so this is something that you kind of build over time. Um, so when you're exposed to a sickness like chickenpox, how you only get chickenpox pretty much once in your life, um, you get that virus, your body is seeing it for the first time, so it's not sure how to react, but it starts to, uh, I don't want to put this, it kind of starts to recognize what this, uh, this threat is, it starts to adapt to that threat. Um, so pretty much it's a three-step process. You have this recognition, you go to this attack phase, so your body starts to kind of break down this invader that's in your body, and then uh, from there you have the um, adaptation, so you don't become as susceptible, or usually you don't really have to fight off most of the small things anymore because your body has adapted to these things, um, so it knows how to fight it, so it has this memory bank essentially of cells that can recognize that threat and attack it pretty quickly and get you past it pretty, pretty soon. Um, instead of a prolonged kind of approach, um, which is, I mean, if you want to equate it to something, it's basically like your fitness training. So as you start to um, stress yourself and see these things more and more, get this thing out of my pocket, um, like lifting a weight. If you lift the same amount of weight the entire time, your body has become adapted to it and it becomes very easy for you to move that weight. And that is why you have to continually increase the weight so you're continuously stressing and adapting to that and above and beyond. So back to our question of should I work out when I'm sick or not? Again, um, the biggest thing is going to be between like exercise and moving. So exercise, things that really get your heart rate up and get you sweating, is not going to be really uh, suggestible when you're sick. Um, it comes for a couple reasons. I mean, when you look at it, your healthy body, um, is able to address any stress that you put on it. So um, whether that is regular fitness training or if that's mental stress, I mean, the stress you feel at work, things like that you're able to handle well. Now when you're sick, your body is already under um, some sort of distress. So it is fighting off something else. So it's already compromised from a healthy level. It's already down a little bit. So from there, if you continuously add another stress, you can kind of visualize how I would go from healthy distress to even more compromised. Um, so because my bodily functions are already compromised, they're basically distracted doing something else. Um, I'm not able to fight the stressors of my exercise, so it wouldn't make sense for me to try and um, put myself under more stress if I'm already fighting another stress. Um, and this plays into uh, the whole overtraining thing, which usually, in my opinion, is not necessarily an overtraining thing. It's usually an under-recovering thing. Um, so your body needs to recover from a stress. So if it doesn't have time to adapt to that, um, so which usually happens in your recovery phase, um, then you become over trained and you start to go backwards, um, which you'll see in a lot of uh, a lot of people who don't necessarily take the time to take care of their body like they should. Um, and you actually, yeah, you see those reverse effects. So let's get into kind of 
how you should do things. Um, and yes, I talk with my hands a lot. Uh, move. Moving is going to be one thing. So moving is going to be different than exercise. It's going to be like kind of light moving, um, something like jogging, um, bike riding, or like Tai Chi and yoga, something that kind of gets your body moving. Um, but we're not looking to jack up the heart rate. Um, we're not looking to sweat for a severe amount of time and really kind of put a big stress. We're just kind of letting our body know that we're still here and we're still moving, and that way we don't really kind of fall backwards in our training. Um, biggest thing is do it at home, please. Uh, don't go to the gym and do it. Um, I mean, I understand, like, oh, but I don't have anything at home. I mean, you don't have to go somewhere to walk. Um, you don't have to go somewhere to do some simple yoga, you can find a lot of things on, on YouTube, so don't make an excuse, there's plenty of reasons not to. First thing is, sharing is not caring, um, see you at the PT clinic all the time, um, we actually had to send a lady home the other day, came in, she actually ended up vomiting, um, that's not good guys. Uh, first off, obviously that's a sign that your body shouldn't be doing something. Second is, um, we don't want what you have, most people don't, I mean, we enjoy our sickness in our own ways, and we don't want to have one that we don't need. So stay at home. It's the best way. Um, fresh air is not going to kill you, though. Not a bad idea. Because, well, that plays into why most people get sick, um, primarily in the wintertime. It's due to the fact that most of the time we spend more time inside. It's not necessarily that it's the cold temperature. It's the fact that we are in a confined space for a majority of the time as compared to being outside so you're looking at a higher uh, concentration of you know all sorts of nasty little things that you tend to bring inside and you're around them more um, and that's why you'll see people get sick more in the winter is you're inside more <coughs> so get a little pressure I understand if it's obviously freezing cold don't go don't go outside um, I think that's self-explanatory, but never know. Um, that's going to be usually the first couple days for people. Usually day one, go ahead and recover. Get some rest. One day is not going to kill you, um, especially if it's a pretty light sickness. If you start to get some symptoms alleviated on the second day, try some light, um, some light activity. Don't do anything too heavy. And then... Day three, you can continue if you're starting to see some more alleviation. You're not really getting any more sickness, um, and they're not getting worse, or they're not staying at a level. If you're seeing improvement, go up to more of a moderate activity. You should be fine. Um, if your symptoms are pretty much gone on the fourth day, kind of thing, um, fourth or fifth day, or a little bit further down the road, once they kind of alleviate, take an additional day of rest, um, recover, get some sleep, and then you should be able to return back to your normal activity. There are some exceptions, obviously. Um, Flu-like symptoms are usually a big no-no. So the obvious ones are vomiting and diarrhea. Hopefully we don't have to tell you that you shouldn't be going to the gym or trying to exercise if you are vomiting or having diarrhea. I mean, first off, I never want to attempt it even when I have a regular bowel movement, but let alone a not so regular one um, should want to and then vomiting I mean usually that's 
keeping people on the couch or in bed anyway. So hopefully I don't really have to belabor that point. Um, joint and muscle ache, the normal stuff that you tend to see with flus. So no, no, don't try and work through it. Um, that is also another sign that you should stay home and just rest. That is not return to light activity or anything at all. That is strictly recovering your body. Is obviously finding something a little bit heavier, so it needs a little bit more of a recovery to it. So, you know, big additions to recovery, though, are going to play into this. So, when you start feeling a sickness come on, um, it's not a bad idea to obviously have some vitamin C and whatnot. It's water-soluble. You'll pee out any extra. You don't have to worry about it being potent or hurting yourself. Um, but it's going to be fluids. So not just something like orange juice that people will always think of, but water in general. Water is very important in bodily function, so make sure you get plenty of it when you're sick. You really just want to lay around, but make sure you get plenty of fluids. You're really not going to you know, overdose on water. You'd have to have a whole lot. Um, and the things you hear in the news are just usually pretty fluked, and then there's other things that play into that. We won't go into that today. Food. Food is fuel. You need it. Um, body needs fuel to have all of its functions in general. Um, so obviously when you're sick, you want to make sure that you're keeping up with what you're eating. I know it's going to be difficult, especially if your stomach's kind of upset, um, but what you'll want to do is munch a little bit more probably and have little bits throughout the day and eat more consistently throughout the day instead of having big meals because your stomach probably won't want to handle it. Um, but you want to make sure you're still getting a good amount of fuel. I mean, not just keeping up on your protein, which is going to help with muscle mass. Um, but carbohydrates. I know everybody fits around me, but those are usually big fuel, and that's going to help. Um, so just trying to eat consistently throughout the day is going to help you a little bit. Um, and sleep. Sleep is the number one, usually, so because your body is... Uh, is recovering when you're sleeping. That's when it's healing itself. So you want to make sure that you're getting enough sleep. So you're going to have to probably sleep a little bit more than what you normally do. Um, so let's take the time to rest and recover. Um, don't worry, you're not going to detrain a ton when you're sick. You might see a little bit, but Getting yourself healthy is what's really going to matter because in the long run, that's what you need to improve. So if you try and invest more in trying to train while you're sick, you're going to lose more benefits than if you invested in recovering and then reinvested in training afterwards when you're healthy because that's the only time you're really going to see any sort of improvement is when your body is actually fully functioning. Um, and a quick little visual that we'll go over is imagine like a J-curve. So, down here, we have someone who is healthy and active. Um, pretty much you can see it as an ideal individual who's right in the center and that bottom there. That's going to be like the best place to be. Usually means that you're active, which helps improve um, your immune system, believe it or not. Um, you're eating pretty well, you're sleeping pretty well. All of those things kind of play into it. Now you can go either way, obviously, depending on if your sleep's a little bit worse, sleep's a little better, or this and that. Um, but up here in this, kind of what we'll call like a baseline, is going to be someone who's sedentary. Somebody who doesn't really do anything, not really active, and then doesn't really look at um, their nutrition at all. If we look at it across this line, 
this line basically would represent like your susceptibility to getting sick. So obviously someone who's healthy is going to be the least susceptible to getting sick. Somebody who is sedentary, doesn't really active, doesn't really watch their diet, um, over here is obviously going to be more susceptible to being sick. This is somebody who's compromised immune system, probably is already actually sick. Then when we get, I don't know if you guys can see this in red, basically we'll call that death. <laughs> um, because along here, I mean, it's going to be more of a, uh, we're redlining it, which usually means not only have I gotten sick, but I'm starting to do more and more stuff that's putting more and more stress on myself. So either I'm either mentally focusing on things, which actually over a long period of time releases uh, things like cortisol, which is actually detrimental to your health. Um, it's not good. I mean, that fight or flight response was meant to be very quick and very short. Um, we as human beings can actually mentally cause that stress response to kind of occur over a long period of time, which is detrimental to our health. So we start doing that longer and longer. We start to get closer and closer to that kind of overtrained phase that people see, which is usually just a matter that our immune system and our health is going backwards just because we're putting too much stress and our body can't recover. So we head closer and closer to kind of that death, essentially. Because, I mean, if you did really continue along that line, you would you would head to that would head to death. That was it. Um, your body eventually would shut down. It couldn't adapt anymore, and it would go so far backwards eventually that it would have to shut down. Um, so this is obviously where we want to be. Most people aren't. We're usually somewhere over here on either side. Nobody's usually ideal. Um, we all live lives. Kids keep us from sleeping, or stress keeps us from sleeping primarily, but we can focus on certain things to try and improve. Mine's always going to be food and sleep. I don't sleep very well, and then you can tell by the bags under my eyes. And then also, I don't usually tend to uh, eat as good as I can, but I've gotten a lot better. So there's a little things that we can focus on improving as we go along. Um, so we just so the basis of this is going to be: if you're sick, don't worry about it. Take a few days, get some sleep, get some fluids, and make sure that you're eating well. And just get some recovery. Um, let your body rest and recover. And if anything, you might come back feeling even better. Because it might have been a sign that your body needed some more time to recover. And that you've just gone too far. Um, and you're just under-recovering. And it usually starts to get compromised at that point. So. <coughs> so don't get caught up in being sick and trying to train through it. Um, everything's a journey, guys. Just think in the long haul. Um, that's something that I've always worked on too. I get caught up in missing a day, and I've actually caught myself uh, forcing myself to take a couple extra days to work on that mental part, um, to tell myself that you know one extra day won't kill me. My body might need the recovery. And I might feel better for my next workout because I've got some more rest instead of feeling worn down when I wake up in the morning trying to go to the gym because I beat myself down. And I mean it works pretty well. I get sick about once a year, guys. That's it, and it usually lasts maybe a week, and I'm done. I don't get sick any other time besides that. I don't have any other issues, which is awesome. So keep it simple. Don't overthink it, guys. So most of the time, I will tell people if you're sick, just just don't do it. You can, but don't take the time to recover. It's usually a sign your body needs it. Um, don't forget, go to our website, subscribe to our newsletter, get all the updates. Um, we should have some big things coming up pretty soon. 
Uh, check out us on Facebook, uh, Train Athletics LTD. Uh, check out us on Twitter, Train Athletics. Um, Instagram is Team Train. We might be actually be on Pinterest pretty soon, guys. We got some uh, suggestions from the females to get on Pinterest, so we might throw some stuff up on there. But every Friday, we'll do a new one of these. Um, we're working on our technical aspects, guys, so we'll improve that pretty soon. I'm not a tech guru, guys. I'm a human geek. So, And then uh, every Monday we have a new article. So check out the new articles on Monday, podcasts on Fridays. Um, and then, as always, live, lift, love. Peace out, guys.